Wix. I think you've done Wix before. I have done Wix before, but I I love it so much. I did it again. It's not. You didn't do it as good. Okay, I'll try again. Wix. No. It's more Wix. Welcome to City Shopo. This is a podcast where we work out what is the opposite of something that doesn't have a natural opposite. I am Simon. Hello. Hello, Simon. I am not Simon. I'm the opposite of Simon. You are. I'm Issy. Issy. Hello. You, you added extra S's then. Issy. Issy. Issy Lawrence. Hello. When you go to the gym, do you, do you have an issy fit? Issy, issy fit, issy. Well, oh, it's the word fit that makes you say gym. Um, yeah, you got to be fit to go to the gym. No, you don't. Well, okay. The point of going to the gym is fitness, surely. Well, it's to get fit, not to be fit. Or well, it can be to be fit, but you don't need to be fit. Beef, I like beef. Oh, beef's good. I I had a really nice bit of lamb this weekend. Did you? That's not beef, though, is it? <laughs> No, it's not beef. What made you spot it? What that I just went on a pun type thing. Yeah, no, no, I know. But what made you spot that <laughs> beef isn't lamb? Well, it's the word, Simon. Once again, once again, it's a French word. Except really, the word for lamb, the French word is mutton. But, yeah, you know, cause yeah, lamb's it's... just a baby sheep. There is a thing, isn't there? The higher French word is what we seem to have adopted for the joints. Well, it's logical, isn't it? Because all of the well, it's what we adopted for the meat. So we don't mm. we don't eat pig. We eat ham and pork. Yeah, we do. Those are the French words because yes. when the Normans came over, they basically owned everything, and so poor people didn't get to eat meat, but they got to raise pigs. Right, and the French people got to eat pork. I can't think of the Normans without thinking that they're all called Norman. Well, I mean, I think well, Joan of Arc was. Well, I don't know if she was technically a Norman. Well, she's she a was, Joan. She was of no, she was a Joan. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> what we're talking about anymore right keith wants to know in our game of opposites what is the opposite of a penguin Ooh, biscuit or animal well i thought we'd done penguin biscuits but we haven't haven't we not no it's I... a trio in it or a club well i would say the opposite of a penguin is a bourbon a bourbon yeah yeah it's a, it's a naked penguin <laughs> it's a naked penguin and it's nicer than a penguin no no it's not it depends what you're having it with bourbons are nice if you don't have anything to have with if you've got a cup of tea what you do with a penguin you nibble the top off one corner nibble the top off the diagonally opposite corner and use it as a straw for as long as you can before it disintegrates quickly flip it round and put it in your mouth and it explodes in your mouth in a sort of tea, hot, melty, chocolate orgasm. Except bourbon biscuits are better with coffee. Not for that reason, they're not. You can't dunk a bourbon. They just... Oh, you, you try can. and dunk. No, you can't. Oh, I love a properly. dunked bourbon. No, because what happens is you put it in and you think it needs a bit of time soaked because it's a hard no, biscuit and you... then you just get half a biscuit. Yeah, you, you're, you're, you're not... a crummy pra- coffee. You're not practised enough at dunking it's a not bourbon. Worth, it's not worth it, Simon. Not when they there are other things to dunk. <laughs> so do you want to do the opposite of the penguin biscuit or the opposite of the butler-style bird? Well, I would suggest the biscuit, but we've okay. already done that. It's no, bourbons. we haven't. Well, okay, well, okay, we'll do both. The opposite of a penguin biscuit is a bourbon. Right, what is the opposite of a quacker penguin? I know they don't quack, obviously. <laughs> I don't know what you'd call what they do, do. 
<laughs> they do 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 do's. They're, they're, they're monogamous. They live in the sea. They're aquatic mm-hmm. birds. So I suggest we need an aquatic bird that isn't monogamous, that doesn't live in the sea. So I would suggest a mallard duck. A mallard duck. Yeah, because they are the only animal caught in acts of necrophilic gang rape and are not monogamous, even though they kind of are, but they're not. Did you know that there are Isabelline penguins, which is penguins a bit like you, apparently? They are, there are perhaps one in 50,000 penguins are born with brown rather than black plumage, and they are called Isabellines. Do you know, do you know what, Simon? No penguins are born. What? They are hatched. Hatched. Yeah, I suppose, but I was literally just reading from Wikipedia. Well, I thought most penguins penguins were brown and fluffy when they were born but all grey and fluffy well they're like really albino looking these Isabelline ones they're like almost white rather than brown there once was an ugly penguin <laughs> called Simon you're oh, not a penguin poor Simon. Me. I'm not you're cute not enough I'm not cute I'm, enough I'm going to say this again in case she's listening but my friend Megan when she worked at London Zoo is an events coordinator type person that outranked the gameskeepers gameskeepers no zookeepers and will go to a penguin she enclosure and demand to the zookeeper that they hand her a penguin and they had to <laughs> oh that would be cool that would be something i took uh what's the word i look for advantage of but not advantage i, I would abuse my power to touch a penguin <laughs> what am i talking about i don't know she also felt up some um, reindeer when we were there did they, she? they got they got the reindeer out to show the kids how to shave them so they were molting how do you shave a reindeer? You just brush it. But you have to brush it a lot and it gets annoyed. Like like a fluffy cat, except they don't get annoyed. Yeah, but what do they do? It depends. It depends if they've got something else to do, doesn't it? Cause, like... Yeah, because cats are always busy. Do you think you get a furminator for a, a reindeer? Yeah, that's basically what they were doing, but they were using a rake. <laughs> Right, the opposite of a penguin is a mallard duck. Okay, Jamie wants to know, what is the opposite of espresso? Which is what we're in need of. Ooh, espresso. It's Horlicks, isn't it? Well, first of all, how many espressos do you put in an Americano? Mm, I'd suggest it's either one if it's a small Americano or two if it's a large Americano. (laughs) In answer to your Horlicks question, we have actually done the opposite of coffee, which is Horlicks. Yeah. So we're doing a subset of coffee now. So, So, I mean, like, you can't really pressure brew Horlicks. I mean, that would yeah. be wrong. I mean, you can cold brew coffee these days. I had some of that. It tastes like coffee. But cold? Yeah. Why would you cold brew it? Because it, it tastes slightly different, I suppose, maybe. But it, it's basically, instead of, like, you know, heating it up and squeezing water through it, yeah. you dunk it in cold, you basically soak cold beans, and then you get more of the energy out of it, I think. Our taste buds don't respond as well to cold as they do to warm. So it's going to taste different simply because of that. No, but it tastes different to iced coffee, is what I'm saying. Okay, I, I don't think I've ever had an iced coffee. What? Yeah, I know. You, you were addicted to them for, for a long time when we were doing another podcast. That is because I had anemia, and ice is a, is a sign if you're oh, crunching a lot yeah, of ice. that's right, I remember. Yeah, it's a sign of anemia. But they were more like the sugary coffee drinks. Whereas the first time I had an actual just black coffee with ice cubes in it, I remember I was in Seattle. 
And well, that is that. where you would have that sort of stuff, isn't it? I believe in about 99 or 2000, something like that. Oh, were you there when Frasier was there? Yeah, I think so. Or wow. just when it was finishing. Did you see Niles? I went up the needle. You went up the needle. That's like seeing Niles. That is a fast elevator. Is it? Not a lift, an elevator. Does it make your ears pop? It's so quick. It made me not want to go back down it. Right. It was really scary. It was just like, whoa, like too fast. Like, have you ever been down the big pit in Cardiff? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know how they say, oh, we slowed it down, and previously it used to be really fast. Right. Um, This one was like, like that, because you literally just get launched straight upwards. It is not pleasant. I don't recommend going up there if you've got a fear of heights and elevators, which is what I do have. How did you get down? I considered asking for a helicopter, but I'm also scared <laughs> of them. <laughs> that would have been worse. I got in the lift and went back down again. It wasn't as bad going down, weirdly. Going up was horrific. Still the lurch in the stomach. Oh, yeah, but once you're moving, it's fine. Whereas going up, you're just like, this is just not right. I just had a really weird image. When I said lurch in your stomach, I thought of the Adams family. Yeah. (laughs) And I went, Okay, I would suggest the opposite of Nespresso, not Nespresso, Espresso, is some sort of refined carbohydrate that makes you really gluggy and sleepy, like bread. Well, if we take our starting point as espresso being the base for other types of coffee, we need to find out what the base of Horlicks is. And malt, that's isn't malt. It? Yes. Mm. So Maltesers might be the opposite. No, it's got to be. Isn't malt to do with brewing? Isn't it? Yeah, we've also done the opposite of Maltesers, which is bread. Oh, it's getting so complicated these days. Okay, so look up where the what malt is used to brew, because I reckon that'll be the opposite of espresso. Okay, malt. Because isn't like Marmite made out of malt? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, it's a germinated cereal grain. They make beer, whiskey, malted milkshakes, malt vinegar, malt teasers, whoppers. I presume. Okay. I presume. Oh no, no, not 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 Burger King whoppers. Oh. Uh, there's a there's like a a version Old... of Maltesers called whoppers. Is there? <laughs> a box. Oh. Get a box of whoppers. That's funny. I like yeah. that. Whopper is a very good name. It does sound like some sort of alien. Out of Douglas Adams the university type thing I wonder if Whoppers are the opposite of espresso now though because they're quite miniature Maltesers mm, but I, I, I'd still say I'd, I'd still say it's something that's going to make you more sleepy and you associate with sleepiness and a whiskey before bed yeah but you would you, make sense you get a sugar crash don't you yeah but you don't I mean you don't eat chocolate and go oh I'm sleepy now do you you eat bread and go oh I'm sleepy now you drink whiskey and go oh because it's a nightcap isn't it I'd say the opposite of an an espresso is a nightcap. Yeah, all right. The opposite of an espresso is a nightcap. Right, we're going to do some learning now. Graham wants to know, what is the opposite of Limeswold? I have no idea what that is. Nor did I. I looked it up and I was fascinated by what what I found. So I'm going to teach you what Limeswold cheese is. It was invented in 1982 after the milk marketing board of great britain decided there should be more cheese and so they had a competition to name the cheese and the the winner was limeswold which was ostensibly a made-up name right and the milk marketing board realized that british cheese there's not really much soft blue cheese so they made limeswold as a blue cheese and then they invented a whole village where 
where it came from and marketed it as as that. But because non-English speakers apparently had trouble saying Limeswold, they branded it elsewhere as Westminster Blue, which does sound like a dirty sex act that MPs do, to be fair. It just sounds, it sounds like a Tory, doesn't it? Yeah. Westminster Blue. Yeah. No, it, it, it sounds like a very... Adventure. Yeah, or, or Westminster Blue. It does sound like a very vigorous act of self-abuse. I mean, I'm not used to naming my acts of self-abuse. <laughs> They're all called Norman. No, you're just... So what is the opposite of a cheese that they made up? What? What's the opposite of naming a cheese lime well, well, hang on, hang on. I've still got more to tell you. Oh, my God. So it was really popular. It like Everyone went, wow, a new cheese. And, and they bought it more than they could make. And so they started to sell the stuff that wasn't properly mature just to, f- to fill the, the, the demand. And because they were then releasing an inferior product, everyone went, oh, this is disgusting, actually, and stopped buying it. Right. Well, that's a fascinating tale. <laughs> I thought so. Okay, so what is something that everybody wants that takes ages to make, but they don't release it early? They actually use the mechanics of rarity and scarcity to make money off. Cabbage cream egg, although I think we may have done that. Yeah, I think we've... I mean, you're obsessed with them, so we must have covered it. <laughs> we did. We talked about this the other day. The, the opposite of a cream egg is a used condom stroke chicken Kiev. There we go. Um, I think something that's scarce... That I mean, something that is actually really common and manufactured to be scarce is diamonds. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you, you can make them now, though, can't you? Yeah, but they're fucking in the ground everywhere, Simon. Yeah, no, but you can make them artificially, so they don't even mm. need to dig for them now. But but it's like going, well, you can make pebbles artificially. Just like, no, there's fucking there's loads in the ground, Simon. Just pick him up. <laughs> I understand that. I know, but so the actual act of making them is probably more expensive than just picking no, them up. No, it's not. It's, cheap, it's cheaper. It's why the diamond market collapsed. Okay. Yeah. Well, what I suggest is we say that the opposite of whatever is a diamond because it looks stupid on a ring. <laughs> I think a Lime's World cheese ring would be amazing. Well, a oh, cheese ring would be lovely because that's what you call a big block of cheese, isn't it? <laughs> What have you ever seen a ring of cheese? I don't even get a ring of prawns. I've seen I've seen a cheese board. I've seen a cheese excited. <laughs> but what I've does, never seen a ring. What does cheese. an excited cheese look like? Like a dairy leaf coming out of its wrapper. No, it's the baby bells, isn't it? As they escape bam, down the bam, road. Bam, bam, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, diamonds, lives world. Yeah, maybe it doesn't quite sing to me though that. But I think okay. you might. I think you might be right. The French are glad to die for love. They're delighting fighting jewels. But I prefer a man who lives and gives expensive cheese. Kiss. On the hand, maybe quite continental, but Lanswolds are a girl's best friend. <laughs> They'll nick that now. They'll do that if they ever relaunch it. They won't pay the rental on your humble flat or help you at the automat. He's your guy when stocks are high, but beware when they start to descend. It's then that those louses go back to their spouses, and diamonds are a girl's best friend. I said diamonds are fucked up. Yeah, don't matter, don't matter. It was it was a lovely rendition. The opposite, Graham, of Limeswold is diamonds. Tiffany's <laughs> Black Star. 
Come on, Harry Winston, tell me all about it. Therefore, this week we have worked out that the opposite of penguins is bourbons and mallards, that the opposite of espresso is a nightcap, and that the opposite of Lime's World is diamonds. You may plug your other podcasts. We've got the British Museum member cast out on Tuesday, and that's going to be all about Nefertiti's tits. Bust. Her bust. <laughs> Uh, so uh, it's even better. What was really nice about it is the lecturer who's doing it, Joyce, right? She's from the north. I don't know whereabouts in the north, but she has a northern accent. So she doesn't say Nefertiti, she says Nefertiti. Nefertiti. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> so good. Just, just, ah, oh, it's, it's like, it's brilliant. You just hope that all of Egypt, like, went round with a northern accent. They could have done. Most oh, planets have a north. Tutankhamun. Tutankhamun. Toot, that's Toot and Carmoon, isn't it? Tutankhamun. <laughs> and your other one? Oh, the pyramid. Oh, yes, the Zendis Deadlist. The latest episode stars Mitch Ben talking about. Oh, Wilhelm Reich, what do you like? What do you like? He's a friend of Freud and therefore lots of sex and death. So um, check those out. You can get links to both those on izzy.com or just find me on iTunes. Plug me in your ears, Simon. I'm not plugging you in my ears. I was going to tell you to plug your books. I'll sod them. We'll be back next week. Ta-ta. Hello. Thank you.